0: Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. We are joined by a very esteemed guest, Mr. Mark Lawrence. Thank you for coming today.
1: Pleasure.
0: Checking out. I'm the not too sure Roman. about the
1: esteemed, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, so you, you, you we're here today, obviously at the, the um, City Academy, the Etihad Academy. Uh, you've had a little a little walk around. You've you've chatted to some guys mm-hmm. who were part of the Manvi Fat Program. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking a bit. Before we start recording, about the facilities here and and how incredible you staggering are. They are yeah
1: staggering aren't they they're absolutely unbelievable yeah you can see there's one thing about, about having money but having money and spending it wisely is completely different isn't it
0: yeah and I think the thing is as well every little thing of playing needs is just catered for
1: yeah everything yeah just going back to your
0: time at Liverpool and uh-huh. your time, perhaps, yeah what were the facilities like back in the, back in them days
1: um well the pitches were rubbish. If you, if you remember they were they were hopeless um, and obviously I mean <clears throat> a, a lot of the stadia weren't weren't particularly brilliant I mean um, facilities for supporters etc wouldn't wouldn't be great but then I suppose it's you know I mean like sort of 70s 80s mostly when I played it, it was all completely different but um even even our training ground at Melwood it's not the Melwood that you see now on the telly. And it, even that is not... The Melwood that you see now on the telly is not good enough cause they're, they're, so they're going to move that as well. So, you know, we, we had we had loads of fun and did loads of stuff that present players can't do and it, it was all good fun. But you do sometimes think, wow, I'd, I'd love to play now. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with the money, of course. <laughs> Obviously.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I, I suppose that is the thing. I, I, I always remember... Um, looking back at old footage and, and, and pre-seasons and stuff like that and, and getting the lads in it, it, it was all running wasn't it and I don't think
1: I think there's, a, there's an element of well, that now but yeah oh I tell you what, Klopp, Klopp runs them Klopp they have treble sessions when they start come back start the season right um, yeah. yeah and uh, and I've seen them it's like he, he, he runs them because it, you know the way they play the way he wants them to play they have to be super super fit and if you look at them they all are aren't they yeah. Don't, yeah. they don't carry anything talking about man versus fat and stuff but um, in our day, we never ever left Melwood. Like you'd hear, you'd hear unbelievable stories about someone like Howard Wilkinson at Leeds and he'd take them on, take lads on an eight mile run and all that kind of stuff. Well, apparently they tried it at Liverpool in uh, St. John's sort of time, Ron Yates and all, and all those and, and uh, Roger Hunt and all those players. And apparently, I mean, Melwood to the ground to Anfield would be a mile and a half two miles, and this particular day, they'd been training and everything, running around and doing, you know, whatever, and then Shank said, right, everybody run back to the ground. And apparently what most of them were doing, they'd go out, and because course, you're, you, you're then on a main, main road, and was spotting all the players, and they were jumping in trucks and <laughs> stuff and everything, and getting lifts and all sorts, and what they were doing was were they'd, they'd agree to meet, like, at one of the pubs, sort of, a few hundred yards from the ground, so we draw together, and then the draw run in like that, rubbing themselves <laughs> in the face and going, "Oh gaffer, oh, Gaff, we can't do that." Anyway, found out didn't he, Shank? So, so in our day, we never actually left the training ground. How, how, how were you as a trainer? I hated it. Have you been of it? Yeah, of sides were obviously good, but I just, I just hated it. It's um, it's just a necessary evil, as we used to say. But you know what? It's the biggest single thing I miss now, never. not being fit.
2: That, would, that was kind of a, bringing on to a question. I was going to ask us around. Obviously, from a man v fat perspective, mm. but a, a lot of guys that are, are probably hating the exercise as well. From from where you are, is it just a necessary evil, and you've got to kind of push yourself through it? Yeah. Is there anything you can kind of maybe give a bit of advice to somebody going on that? Or but I think the thing is,
1: if if you're playing, if you're playing football, I'm assuming you like it, yeah. And you don't realize, do you? And you you don't realize what you're actually doing. And that's the thing now, whereas. You know, as you said before about you know, the running aspect and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> halfway through my time at Liverpool, we then we just always run with the ball. No, Every know. exercise then was with the ball. Great, and right? to be fair, it was like, and it just masked the fact you were running. But once yeah. you're playing and everything, you know, you know, you're not thinking, "Oh, this is rubbish," because you know. And, and I think that's why all we ever did was was five sides, and literally all we ever did, we didn't do any kind of shape, any tactics, nothing at all. We just kind of used to do it every single day, play 5 sides And, and people would say, wow, you know, you can't be, can't be fit. Well, actually you can because what they'd do would be they'd say you can only play two-touch or yeah. occasionally one-touch. If you play one-touch, wow, that's that that's tough and stuff. But I think it's like anything. It's like, you know, I go to the gym now and I hate it. <laughs> no, I do and I hate it. But, you know, my better half, she's like, she's a gym bunny. So, you know, I am thinking you know, yeah. I don't want to go. And she said, like, come on, we're going. So, but it's, and I think from, from your Kind of lad's perspective with, with with man versus fat thing as well is don't you get like loads of ready-made mates? Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah. mates so, you didn't know you were going to have. <laughs> <With what? laughs> it's mates you didn't know you were going to have. Well,
1: yeah, of course <laughs> it is, and you know, it's like anything. Some some you'll get on great with, and maybe some you don't. But also, I would have thought that you know, you know, part part of maybe being fat is you might be depressed. Yeah. And yeah. you might be depressed because you're sat at home and thinking. You know what am I going to do? You know, no one's here. So all of a sudden, I think you know, you, you give people a reason to actually get up off the backside and and, and do something. I it? it's very clever, isn't it? Very. Yeah. Aren't all the the most simplest ideas are always yeah, the best, aren't exactly. they? Yeah.
2: You were. Um, we were. Ups- I was uh, happy enough to be in part of your talk upstairs just before. No, I apologise now. <laughs> and you mentioned around um dietitians and things like that from yeah. in the professional game. Um My kind of question on that is from: What happens when? all that kind of mollycoddling's taken away, if that's a, the kind of right nice No, so, no a, um, I think it's a good description. So, um, so that when you then go away from there, you retire from the career and things like that, is that, without being, uh, we often talk about Razor, but that kind of a thing, is that why, why that tends to happen? Yeah. Is, it, is it that?
1: Yeah, is the, and I think, you know, you can, you can also, you, know, you can get into, into a, a situation where, so you finish playing, And then you probably don't do anything for the first few months. And then, obviously, some people then just don't do anything, full stop. But I think, percentage-wise, lads will still do something within reason. But also, I mean, you know, what am I now, 62, so um, I can't really run anymore. Uh, But, you know, I I go to the gym and stuff, and, and... you know, I play golf, so I like you know, I get me 15,000 steps, it's 15,000 now, not 10, uh, isn't it? Uh, oh, so it think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it, but it, it's all relative, yeah, in it. And 100%. it's if you've done something all your life, and then when you finish, you just think, Well, I've had enough of that for a while. But you know what? It's the biggest thing I miss is just taking for granted that I was super fit, yeah, and the other thing as well is you could eat anything, <laughs> which obviously, you know, not particularly good for this, maybe, but um, you, you could eat anything and you could drink anything because you knew the next day yeah. you'd be running and you, and, you, and you work it off. And it, the other thing is, I, I honestly, genuinely believe that if you, if you work out nearly every single day that's possible, I think your brain works better. You yeah, just kind of feel sharper and the whole and while, you know, whatever you're doing to work out might be tough at the time. When you've done it, it's like, wow, you right. never
0: regret a workout, You you? You no. regret
1: you to
0: get up and go and do one. You never, nobody ever goes, Oh really, you know, an hour later, really regret doing that. No. Great, you right?
1: feel great. Yeah. feel great, of course you, you feel great. the ones you don't do. That's the yeah. ones you regret. Yeah, but it's, there's always that thing where, you know, you'd have, if you have a couple of beers and you just think, get up in the morning, I'm not going. <laughs> or like the cricket's on or something, I'm not going, I'm not going. So it's that, you know, and I think when, you, when there's loads of you, you know, people are relying on you, aren't they, as well? And, and again, it's different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So just touching on uh, your point you made about mental health, and mm. we have a lot of our guys who do have mental health issues sure. that, that are intrinsically linked with self-esteem, which is then intrinsically linked with being overweight, being yeah. obese, being fat. When you stopped playing, uh, it's well documented that a lot of players struggle a little bit uh, from you know retiring and, and not like you said not having that every day mm. did you go through a little patch where you were trying to find something to give you that buzz again or you no quite happy i was to really a day
1: i was really lucky i mean i wasn't looking so far that i snapped my achilles so i finished at 30 and i was i was manager of oxford united the next day and oxford united were in like league one which was mm. today's premier league so obviously i was coaching and training um and then when I told Mr. Maxwell where to stuff his job one particularly (laughs) November morning and I didn't push him off his boat, um, I I went to Peterborough and I I was coaching and training and I think, I've always like had a, a, I could call it a job and then I obviously got into telly and all all that kind of stuff but um, I do remember remember when I knew I was going to finish and I'm thinking, what on earth am I going to do? and then the other thing was like, oh, my God, I'm going to put like loads of weight on because I've got unbelievably sweet tooth. I'm like, horrendous. If you give me a packet of biscuits, I would eat them <laughs> for fun. Yeah. Dunk most of them, but eat them for fun. So um, it, that that was a real issue to me. And I don't I suffer from depression or anything like that. But there were times where you think, crikey, you know. And it also, if you, if you really really look at it, you've gone from earning... Relatively loads of money in, in those days, although the tax system was very much anti-footballers, but you've gone from earning loads of money to thinking where's my money coming from now what, contract, what am I what, yeah. yeah next paycheck yeah. and what am we' going to do and I think you know I think I think people fall into that trap and, I, and I, I'm pretty sure this is a fact I mean do, do you know that um, what, what's the most number of suicides in any sport? Do you know what the, you know, the highest is in terms of or what the sport is cricket. And they say it's because you you know you play four days four day games, you go away on tour, you're always travelling, you're always doing something, and they say it's got the 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 highest single sporting suicide suicide rate. And you
0: can the adjustment you must have to make when you stop playing. Absolutely, and that's that
1: whole like you know you say just what am I going to do and all, and then just think if you've been really successful, so you're away on tours with England and Caribbean, Australia, South Africa, and all that kind of stuff, and in the end. You know, you must sit down in a chair and, well, help. Yeah. What, what we're yeah. going to do? Yeah.
2: True. So, a couple of football-y type questions. Um, do you think, like, managers are given enough time in no. clubs nowadays?
1: No, I think it's a joke. Um, it can be a bit
2: like a revolving door on some kind.
1: <laughs> it, it is what it is, and, yeah, I mean, I th- I just I think the thing is, is you just there's, there's no shit as time. And I mean, uh, I think it's a, it's a it's it's a fact that Sir Alex Ferguson wouldn't have been at Man United if if he'd started like he did then. Now he'd yeah, have been out the yeah. door because you know, as you know, what it's like with it's like you know, occasionally listen to phone when I'm driving back from games, even though they drive me mad, and sometimes <laughs> I host them. But and it's like it's like the manager is rubbish,
3: yeah.
1: and you know the next week the manager is brilliant. But it's it's and it's now you know the with culture all, of it. Yeah, but also the, not the not just the culture, social media and everything. It's yeah. like get rid of him; he's rubbish. And it's I mean, it's like I think it's just it's just so tough, so so tough.
0: Yeah, I but, think there's, I think these clubs that uh, have that model, like Chelsea, they have that model that if they to bring in a new manager, it's, you know, they bring their own ideas, but it's sustainable. Then you have clubs that like United, wouldn't obviously. Sir Alex left. Mm. They absolutely struggled because they haven't got that model where it is a revolving door. So and some clubs do it
1: better than others, yeah. don't they? Well, that's really it, re, that's really like if you look at Man United because if you remember, if you're old enough, when, when Busby finished, and they had a succession of managers, and and Sir Matt Busby actually still had an office. Yeah. At, at Man United and, and I know because I played for Bobby Charlton because he was my manager at Preston I remember him saying to me one day that it, it was like little boss and big boss yeah. <laughs> and stuff and, you know Wolf McGuinness yeah yeah, yeah. Wolf McGuinness lost his hair overnight yeah. Man United manager <laughs> literally yeah, lost yeah. his hair yeah. overnight and he he's a funny guy he's very very funny and talks about it and stuff but it's like you know it's it's it, it it's amazing just the fact that I and mean, you can only be a person of your time can't you but Nowadays, as a, as a manager, it's like... My mate Simon Grayson's just got the uh, Blackpool job and he's really, really good manager at that level. But, you know, as, as he said, it's like some guy's just taken over and this guy's never had anything to do with football. It's just, so you're always thinking... You know, lose the first four games of the season, yeah. punters are on your on your back, yeah. and like and he, the fella sat there thinking, "Ooh, this ain't any good." Like, let's get let's get rid of the manager.
0: But yeah, you don't have any time to to try things. You don't have any time to. You have time somewhere. to build a team. No, no.
1: You know, and the other thing is, you, you know, you come into a club, and you know, unless it's a really, unless you have got really top players, after players, you're thinking, "Don't fancy him." Yeah. yeah. Problem is, you can't get rid of them. Yeah. You know, and then you can't actually get people in there. For you, you, you've got to move them out before you get people. And it's just, it, it really is a tough job. It re- really is. And but they don't get, they don't get enough time. It's nuts. No, no, it's. And
0: good. then
1: you have like people. You have, a person who owns a certain, club in the championship, who actually, sent a drone up over the training ground, because he wanted to see exactly what the manager was doing in terms of coaching and that. Well, no, just stick that's to, his stick, job, isn't it? Stick to yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Stick to running your business, and yeah. you know, like yeah. But yeah. that's that's the other thing as well. And then and when you've got someone who just owns a whole club outright, you're then in a position where, if all of a sudden the man with all the gold don't fancy you, you're no. out. You're
0: no stand standing, have you?
1: Mm, no, nah. not at all. No. Nah. And so so eventually, so what happens with it is that when when you when you negotiate your contract probably the most important thing you do is you, you, you negotiate a payoff. Yeah. <laughs> which, which, when you think about you know it, it You it, yeah. but it it's, And it's both sides, and it's one of those, it's like the elephant in the room, isn't it? But it's yeah. both sides, so the chairman or you know, the owner's thinking, well, I'm only giving you 250 round money. And it's like, it's mad. Yeah, because
0: yeah, I know that I'm going to have to sack you, and, and as a as you're a thinking, I know you're going to sack me. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. So, going
2: like the modern game versus your, your kind of an era, um, it was... I've, I've watched back some videos and the tackles back in the day were proper tackles. Oh well, we had a fellow called Graham Suness who just tackled for everybody. <laughs> and I remember, like I say, I remember playing that. we school football at that yeah. time, playing that, and it was used to get had lumps kicked yeah, out. and yeah. just playing football. Yeah. Uh, and then it's gone into the modern game where it's a uh, uh, touches a little bit more and it you be going Bet over
0: so. and, and yeah. things like
2: that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got my own personal views on it i still like the the odd tackle of a good 50 50 and things like that i think um, everyone does don't they and i think the game
0: needs that do you miss that from the game like the, yeah. the, the crunch tackles
1: yeah as long as, as long as the fair i mean you know m- me and handsome when we played together we ne- we, ne- we weren't dirty players we never were never just, we weren't that kind of player. and said so we had we had kind of sooness and stuff but um yeah, because the other thing as well is is that, you know, some of the opposition needs sorting out every now and again, don't mm-hmm. they? And it, it happens, doesn't it? You yeah. can knock somebody off the game, can't you? Of course so you can. And... Yeah. So I, remember been... just, I remember I remember seeing, we did Match of the Day quite a few years ago, and Man United were at Goodison playing Everton, and Phil Neville smashed, he was playing for Everton, yeah. he smashed Ronaldo. Great tackle. Absolutely smashed him. And I tell you what, I think Everton were playing... Crap up until then, and it changed the game. Yes, yeah. yeah. so it did, and it yeah. changed
0: his relationship with Everton fans personally. Yeah. Phil Neville, yeah, he, yeah. In, they, they, they struggled with him, him it to a get him to, Yeah, they struggled to get to, to, to appreciate to like him, him, him yeah. as a player. And I think when that happened, he went, "Yeah, this, this guy's all right. Yeah. This guy's committed to Everton now."
1: But I think yeah. I think the thing in our, in our day, and you can only talk about your day, but there was every team had assassins, literally, yeah. and every team seemed to have a massive centre forward. Just like his idea of fun was like breaking your nose <laughs> or smashing your teeth out. And stuff, so it was all good fun. And so, so
0: you talk about uh, obviously Graham Sunes,
1: hmm.
0: like was he the, the obviously you, you international caps? You played all over the world, with hmm. two European Cups, amazing, an incredible, probably the best centre back partnership with Hansen back in the day.
4: Yeah, maybe. Um,
0: who was the best player you came across against?
1: Well, the best player across, play, I came across against, also four was Kenny, Kenny Dalglish. He yeah. a genius, couldn't run, couldn't edit, and he had a big, fat Good Sorry about that. And he was a genius. Yeah. He was like, he just had radar, wing mirrors, call it what you want. And he made so many goals for, for, for Rushy, for Ian Rush. But he was just, he was just years ahead of his time. He kind of, you know, everyone knows about systems now, all sorts of different systems and stuff. But Kenny, more often not away from home, would just almost drop into midfield. And he just did it off his own bat. Yeah. And that's, you know, and I mean, the, the coaching... A number
0: 10 before he was a yeah, number yeah. 10, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the coaching staff, like, wow. When we used to do it, we used to play in Europe and just, he would just drop into midfield. And it's funny because, like, even, you know, the was going to the game never kind of realised as, yeah. as such when nowadays everyone knows about everybody else's tactics and it's this and this or whatever. And he was, he was a genius, he really what, was. What about
0: when you were on the continent and you come up against, you know, Italians and who was the guy you thought, yeah, this guy's a player?
1: Um, whew, well, I think uh, we played the event as, didn't we? In fact, in the Heisel st- Stadium um, debacle, which the game should never ha- have actually happened, but I think Platini was probably... Platini and um, Zico, we played in that World Club Championship, which in our day was a joke, basically. We, yeah. and it, was, it was in Japan, and we basically... I remember the first time we went, um, and you couldn't fly over Russian airspace... So we flew to Anchorage, nine hours, they cleaned the plane, about an hour and a half and everything, and then another nine hours to Tokyo when we played two wow. days later at the equivalent of three o'clock in the morning, wow. British time, and we came back the same night. But um, the South Americans took that as a massive, it was a massive competition for them and we yeah. basically that, couldn't give deadly squat. Yeah. And, but I remember we, play, we played against him, flamenco, and, um, even Sunez could couldn't get near to Zico to kick him. He was—he was that good. <laughs> he was that good. Wow, well, good name in it, Zico, Zico. Platini, so yeah, Cruyff. He... Played against Cruyff. Cruyff. In fact, the day I played against Cruyff, I scored twice for Liverpool. It was only pre-season friendly, but. Don't <laughs> <wish>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Mark,
0: thank you for coming in. Thank you for coming much, today and giving us your time and, and finding out a bit about what Manveer Fat do.
1: Yeah, uh, I need loads of thanks because I'm missing the golf, by the way, <laughs> the Open. Uh,
0: well, Rory's didn't make the cut anyway, and no, all no, no that no, much. So
1: no, no. Yeah. so thank you for coming on. Pleasure. Cheers, thank you. No thank
2: worries. you very much.
0: Hello and welcome to the Manveer Fat
2: podcast. I'm here with Rom. All right. Um, and we're just walking around the, the tournament today. Just going to stop and have a say hello to a few teams. So I've actually grabbed a group of guys here. Who is everybody? Hi, I'm Barry. Hi, Barry. Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Ian. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Dougie. Hi, Dougie. Rory. Rory. And what's so what's your team name? Where are you from?
4: Uh, PK Blinders from Salford League.
2: Oh, PK Blinders. Yeah. I like. Now <laughs> I get it. I thought it was straight up Peaky. Um, so who's the captain of the team?
4: Rory. Rory. Hi, Rory. Hi,
2: how are you doing? How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, who came up with the team name first of all? Uh, there was a series of team names thrown into a WhatsApp group, and we basically chose the one that was clean. Okay, so that's <laughs> that kind of where we've ended up, really. I like it. Straight up for an interesting question: Who's the best player on your team? Dougie. Dougie. Okay, who's, who's the best one from f- uh, weight loss performance? Uh, Jay,
4: without a doubt. Jay, is that you, Jay?
2: He is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, introduce yourself.
4: Uh, I'm Jamie. Um, I've. Uh, play up well play up front normally uh, lost 25 kilos since September 2018 wow so yeah. that's a good effort well, it's really think, good
3: i think i have
2: lost 30 kilos
1: <laughs> have you like <in> captain you
4: had more
1: to lose <laughs> you've
2: lost
0: 30 30 30. 30.
1: How long... st- i'm still
2: still uh, got a bit to go how long have you been playing for <laughs> three seasons three th- that's really good at three seasons well done I, I had a lot to lose eh? so what was your secret what was your what was your big change Slimming World. Was uh, it? Is that what you went with? Did you follow the whole meal plan and everything yeah, just, like that?
3: Yeah,
2: well, the wife did. Okay, that's good. So, uh, um, we had a few stories of guys saying that they tried the Slimming World and tried the other ones where there was a girl crying about eating a cream egg on her scales and stuff. So <laughs> we've had a few interesting stories. That's good, a nice bit of a success want, story. Ain't. Yeah, right, excellent. So anyone got any kind of personal tips they would give out to anybody that you'd say from even a weight loss or an exercise performance? have a
3: before training
2: I believe Ian's was at have a pint before training. Okay, I like that. So why did that work for you? I don't know, two and a half kilos off, so it it worked. (laughs) Love it. Anything else, Rom? That's just dehydration. That is okay.
5: (laughs) 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 Having a pint to dehydrate yourself, and then you're going in the gym to dehydrate yourself even more. So that, yeah, science would have it, that would work.
2: Hello well, and welcome back. Yeah, We've just had a little wander around now um, and we've just stopped another team here, so just going to pass you around. Can you just introduce yourself? Where are you from, team?
4: Uh, Sammy, play for Man in Salford. Chitesh, play for Man in Salford. Uh, Ryan, play for Manchester United in Salford. Great team, that is. Is that your team, by any chance? <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, so this is why we stopped here. Um, so guys, just a little bit about yourselves. How much, have you, how much have you lost? Is it your first season? What's the best thing about Man V Fat? Maybe the worst thing about Man V Fat? Quickly, what's your kind of interpretations?
4: Yeah, I've been playing for about three seasons now and uh, got down into maintenance. I lost about 13, 14 kilo. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Um, having that team on banded, you know, make, makes you more likely to lose weight working together. Uh, yeah, it's been really quite a lot of fun since I played you. Yeah.
2: How are you finding the maintenance side of it, because that's something that was, I, I got close to it at one point, but then it all went downhill.
4: <laughs> uh, pretty much impossible, to be fair. Yeah, like every one or 2 kilos that I lose now is like, like the most graft I've done compared to at the start where I was flying off a bit. Um, yeah, now I'm in there, so I'm, I'm happy.
2: So how does the maintenance work then? Can you still gain goals on the pitch or anything like that? Because obviously it's, if you, so many people lose weight, you gain a goal, don't you? So how does that work for you now on the maintenance piece?
4: Yeah, so basically instead of getting half a goal, if you stay under maintenance, you get a full goal. But um, you can't get any bonuses like 5%, 10%, hat-tricks, things like that. But you're getting a goal a week if you stay under, so it could be pretty good.
2: Yeah. That makes, that's, that's quite a good way of doing it, I like it. Uh, sorry, just introduce yourself.
4: Uh, it's Jitesh. Hi, Jitesh, how are you? I'm good. How's the, how's the day going? Not bad, we've just had our first match and we won it right at the end, 4-3, so it's a good start to the day.
2: Excellent, who's the best player in that game then on your team for that game?
4: It's got to be John, he's just over there watching the ball. He, uh, he managed to get a last minute winner, so uh, it, impressive.
2: So the beers are on him then tonight?
4: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: it. So, uh, how, where, what, oh, what team did you play for against? Man City. Man City. Uh, how, how's your journey?
4: How have you been going on? How long
2: have you been there for?
4: So it's my second full season now. It took me a while to get going, but once I started taking it quite more seriously, I've now found I've lost 12 and a half kilograms since I've started and I'm being able to get involved more on the pitch as well as off the pitch and it's really helping to get my confidence going as well.
2: Excellent, Excellent. twelve and a half kilograms is, a, is well done, that's really good, I'm impressed with that. Um, so, I forgot what I was going to ask then, I think I'll we'll just leave a cut for a minute.
5: No I just like it, you know when, you, when someone says you know, twelve and a half kilograms or someone states the weight they've lost, I always ask the question, have you ever seen that, like you know, a, a weight or something like that and when you walk in the gym and you've ever just picked that up thinking actually that's how much I've lost, to give it a kind of reality check.
4: I can't say I've ever thought about it like that, but now you've said it, it might stay on the mind and it might help me going forward as well, but yeah, it's it is quite a lot, you know, it's, you, you pick up a weight in the gym and you don't think about it, but that, that's extra weight that I've taken off, so it's good.
5: It's exactly, so next time you're in the gym, pick up that weight and just say that's, you're playing football with that strap to your back, essentially, and imagine playing football now with that strap to your back, you'd probably struggle, and now it's off you.
2: I didn't expect that to come to me then.
5: <laughs> Well, my phone's going in and e- We can edit this out, Ross. We can edit this out. So, Ryan, you come over. So, uh, who who is it you play for again? Manchester United. And uh, currently, what uh, position do you sit on the table in in the Salford League? Uh, top of the table. Top of the table. That
2: wasn't a loaded question by any <laughs> chance, was it? <laughs> that was
5: not a loaded question, Ross, no. Um, so, Ryan, how long have you been with... Yeah, this, is, this is my second season. So it's the second season with the Salford League? Yeah. Halfway through the second season Salford League. And have you found it difficult to lose weight? I've had a few ups and downs through the time I've started until now. But just trying to get my mindset back to it. Okay, and just quickly, what's been your best succession and what's been your worst lowest moment where you think, is this the right thing for me and can I do it? Um Best was when I
6: lost the most well, the lost the most I've lost in a week which obviously made me feel like I've done well. And the lowest, I've n- not really had a lowest point, really, that I can think
2: of, but anyway.
7: I'm <laughs> not too sure.
2: Well, I keep that positive. I was going to ask, what's the, what have you found most difficult? Because obviously it's a, it's a massive change for all of us yeah, when we're yeah. trying to lose the weight, aren't we? What have you found the
4: hardest thing from that point yeah. of view? Just try not late-night snacking, that sort of stuff, because that's... A killer, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you're watching a film, you just want to go and get a bag of popcorn or something like that, but sort of,
2: like, try to keep that to as low as I can. Excellent, thank you. And here's, here's the guy behind us, I think that's the one that scored the winner.
5: The last minute winner,
2: going over to John. Hiya. How are you doing, John?
8: Yeah, I'm good, knackered, pulled a muscle in my, in my glute. Oh, nice uh, start. Another seven games, hopefully, to go. And we lift that cup because we won the tournament in Stoke. So it's the spirit of Stoke carrying us through. Well, you played us in the final in the Stoke League. Oh, did we? We did, yeah. Oh, we right, okay. just slipped past us. Yeah, I remember. I scored a last minute winner in that one as well, so keep that tradition going. <laughs> yeah, I remember that as well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, it's, it's, that was a really tough game. They're a really good team, actually. In at 3 2, we're just saying Mike, the keeper, uh, they have a really good striker, the Blacks. And he was 3 on goal, and Mike made a cracking save. So that would have been 4 2, probably game over from our point of view. So it's moments in it in a game. And they either go your way or they don't. So. It is. Goals win games, but, you know. Keepers clean sheets, they win leagues and tournaments. Really, I don't think Mike would know about a clean sheets. So, uh...
9: <laughs>
8: oh, we are talking about football. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, he's kept a few of them for the team. Yeah, to be fair, so uh, he's been cracking the season and brilliant so far in, on the day. So uh, shame about Jules though, with his uh, defensive masterclass at the back playing out. You know. <laughs> no. So just quickly, who do you play for in the Salford League? So most, well, actually, I don't. Know, yeah, most of us are part of Man City, which is the green team in the Salford League. Um, but we've got a few other players like Ryan's from Reds and Mike's from Blues. So um, we've had to pull in some some mercenaries who've uh, augmented and improved the team. Because we've had a couple of dropouts, shout out to Kieran and Shadi, who are absolute wasters, who uh, just can't turn up. So, yeah.
5: Well, no, I've seen you all play uh, on a Thursday night in Salford League, and I must say that actually you've got a great squad right in front of you right now. Um, so best of luck with you. Um, but also, just quickly, how much weight have you lost during Man vs. Fat? I've lost, I think, about 13 kilos
8: now. So started off at like. 93 and down to 79 now, 80 80 something if top fluctuates, I'm like Sammy, I'm in maintenance now so it's it's tough and especially when you're gaining so much muscle in the gym it's tough to, uh, I mean nobody can see me right now but you know, they'd
2: know (laughs) Well I was going to say you were looking trim but you've just boosted your own ego so I won't go in there This is
8: all uh, insecure jokes, that's what it is Yeah (laughs) Yeah. So
2: what, what do you find different from the maintenance point of view than just when you actually had, because I'm, I'm presuming when you started, you were like, right, OK, I'm going to get my target. And how do you keep yourself motivated from that point of view on a maintenance? Is it just week by week? Or um, we've, This
8: team that's been together now for about three seasons, we've, we've kept a solid squad together. And it's that sort of collective responsibility. You don't want to be the, the guy who turns up on a Thursday and just let the team down, especially because this season, we won the title last season for the first time and we were buzzing in about five games in this season. We were third or fourth because of our weight we sort of looked at each other and, and we're like that's just not good enough because <laughs> we've not lost a game on the pitch this season um, and in the last month or so we've turned it around and now we're, we're second behind Ryan's team and um, we've got them to play and it's going to come down to a couple of games on the pitch maybe but predominantly weight so it's, it's that, I don't want to be the guy that scores an all-goal by going over the start weight and that's quite easy when you start weight it's only a couple of kilos over where you are now because one bad session on the beers and then
6: yeah.
8: you know
2: so... <laughs> Yeah, we were um, we were playing. For, I played for Ob City in the Manchester League, um, and we won it last the last season. So we just finished, just start again with a new one. But we've had a complete mix up and we broke all the teams up, mainly because what you were saying was we had a really good footballing team, um, and the weight suffered to yeah. be honest. Um, but we were confident enough we could win on the pitch, and that was half the problem. So yeah, we've had a decent mix up as well. It's a good thing about the Salford
8: League this season. It's the closest it's been in the four seasons or three seasons. I can't remember how many now. Um, we've got four teams who could in theory win it, three teams probably pushing, but the, the fourth team were actually top four weeks ago, so it's been it's been really competitive. The first couple of seasons with like two teams battling it out and whoever won the game, that game was going to win the league, so we've not needed that mix-up, thankfully, because we were all saying part of it that we really enjoy is the camaraderie, like if we mixed up our team, we don't know if we'd all stick around and it's, it's that balance you've got to find within the league, isn't it, about motivating people, but, you know, everyone enjoying it, so...
2: Yeah, and it is. It's difficult from a from a team that's just been mixed up. And I've played with these guys for the last four four fat. Well, I had a couple of seasons off um, going now, and I'm now with a new bunch of guys. But it's it's quite interesting from that because obviously we we've, we've been in there a while, so using that experience and bringing it into the other team and trying to see how other teams work and things like that. So um, we're on, we're on quite an interesting one. We're only on think. Well, game one is on Monday, um, so it's literally just start. But the WhatsApp's still going mental and everything. So it's all right. always is in the early days, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Well thank you very much John, uh, you've been an inspiration. Um, but no, thanks for listening guys. Again, we're going to still go around, do our rounds and catch up with uh, every team um, we can. Or every, uh, not every player, but um, as soon as we see somebody who's willing to you know, lend lend us their voice, we will certainly catch up with you. Come inside for a few people now having uh, lunch, um, or dinner, depends on where and which part of the country you're coming from. Uh, I've just walked past uh, one of the stores uh, with my good friend, Michael Richards. Hello, Hello there. Um, What is your store?
9: Uh, It's Talk About It Mate, we're talking about uh, mental health, opening up um, and counselling, and what the benefits
5: are. An absolutely fantastic group guys, if you've heard of it, if you haven't, get on to the um, websites, um, Twitter, Talk About It Mate, and Facebook, Talk About It Mate, and also Talk About It Mate email, talkaboutmake at gmail.com. We've had Michael on on the podcast before, Um, Listening to that podcast again, it's absolutely fantastic. He's gone through a complete transition from his um, fat days now to his thin days. He doesn't mind me saying that. We can say fat. However, as I was just standing here talking to him, this this young lady to my left, you can't see because it's not in a um, set of podcasts, she just turned around and gave us a fantastic idea, which has been mentioned before. Can I just ask your name, my love? Liz. Liz. And where are you from? Preston. And why are you here today?
10: I'm here to support my partner's football team, And the other one from Preston, so we brought two teams over.
5: And who? What? Your husband? Your your partner? um, Which team name does he play for?
10: He's playing with the Preston team. It's the The, yellows. The
5: the Preston team. Preston. Preston. There we go. Um, And so, just having an idea outburst. Really, what? What was it?
10: I think with female football becoming really popular, it's, it's growing, um, over the next five years it is going to become massive, and I also think it's a great way for women to be, be the fat as well. Um, and I just think it's going to be really popular, so why not get in that market now for the women to fight their fat as well, because we'll have all these fit men and then all these fat birds next to
5: them. You can't say birds, I mean, can right, you say
10: birds? Uh, partners next to them but no no i think i think um i think it's a really good idea and just touching on the mental health actually work with people in mental health so um fighting your body issues as a team is excellent for your your well like your well-being it hits everyone you know you're learning you're taking notice you're giving something back you're connecting and you're being active and that's five ways to well-being hit that's your mental health you know a lot better and your weight issue as well, and it also includes the women in this yeah. massive, you know, initiative, which is Man v Fat. Why not do Women v Fat as well? Yeah,
9: I think you're in the right. You're in the right place, uh, first of all, because you Man City, and they have obviously got the most prominent women's team and the most money. Uh, but then, you know, linking it up with Man v Fat is great. The five steps to well-being that echoes with me because for me, the weight loss. As soon as the weight loss came, you can't stop other issues coming up. Like yeah. if you try and Uh, put them in a box and they might come out in a way that's unhealthy. And I think the whole point of what we're trying to do with any of these initiatives is what's called peer support. So we're doing it with other people, so it makes it less daunting and you're helping each other throughout the way. And it's called early intervention as well with mental health. So because services are so stretched, that's why these peer support networks are so valuable because you can go and get something off your chest. You're not even knowing that you're getting it off your chest, you're just playing football or you're going to a coffee shop, you're going to do a meeting with somebody because you know that they're in the same boat as you. And that's what we want.
10: As well, I think it's brilliant to have that safe space where you connect to with people that are like-minded, that are going through exactly the same issues as yourself, and you can openly talk to them because you're comfortable, because they're also in that position, and I think that's invaluable, you know, and it doesn't cost anything. You don't need an organisation to do it, you can get together with a bunch of people on a local park, it doesn't cost anything, but if you added the name of, you know, Women V Fat to it, or say, you know, Talk About It Mate to it as well, I think that just be enormous and i think it's it's something that somebody should really capture you know hello commissioners out there that might well be listening get on to it
5: (laughs) and thanks for the input but i just want to go back to as well um so i would love um a a podcast that focuses purely on pardon the term wags of man v fat because it doesn't just affect the men it affects everybody around the people who are losing the weight so how long has your partner been a part of man Be fat.
10: He's been doing it for about four months now, and he hit his five percent body weight loss within three months. And the support that the guys have, you know, between the class, the uh, matches, you know, during the week is it's immense. It's brilliant. They meet up as well as the the organised one. They have another one that they've set up themselves to have a bit more training. It's just brilliant. He's been doing it for like four months now, but yeah, it does affect all of us. I mean,
5: so he's now glued to his WhatsApp. Are you, are you finding that he's taking a little time away from you now he's joined Man V Fat? Or is he now becoming a bit more happy with himself that 's it's actually enabling him to spend more quality time or or readjusting to the time he should be spending with you?
10: The effect on my partner has been massive. Um, his well being has improved like very much because he didn't have the confidence to be... In social circles with other males, because he was he'd put so much weight on over a short period of time, and he didn't feel like he could go out and socialise. He didn't feel comfortable with workmates just going to the pub after work, you know, for for a quick part. He wouldn't do that because of the effects, like on his on his confidence about his image and things like that. But now he's actually create like they've created this social circle, and it's it's brilliant to see, uh, and that has a ricochet effect on how he is with. Within the family home as well, and and his like effectiveness at work, I feel, because he, he's more productive in his life because his well-being's hit. So, yeah, I think it, man, V fat's brilliant.
5: It's just it is, it is a, It's not just man, V fat. It's not just about losing weight. No. It's no, about it's not. a complete lifestyle change. Yeah. Um, to my to my right, you'll um, you Ross. He is my um, co-presenter for today. Um, and he has been doing it uh, for about. Uh, two years to yeah, three years, two years. Um, and uh, I'm sure he's got a few questions for you
2: um, but again he can attest to what you're saying about your partner um, mine was more on the lines of so I've been on the journey as well as we always call it a journey um, lost roughly sure was about four or five stones something like that overall um, and but I was always one of these guys that I thought I was active with the family so I could still go out and play with the kids and run around the park until until I was low in but I was still alright to go and do it Um but What's happened to me and my family is we've kind of because I've kind of pushed my exercise, we've all started doing like part runs together, and um, and, and even the kids, like my eight and twelve year old, coming out running with us and stuff like that. So it's done it as a, as a bit more of a family thing for us as well. So it's been great. So that's why it's good talking to the other half of the man v fat family, so to speak.
10: I, I completely um, can understand where you're coming from with the family side of things being affected as well in such a positive way. Like, I now do football and rounders every week, and I'm like, me? Football, rounders, really? I, I actually do that every week now, whereas before I wasn't doing anything. I was quite happy, just work, home, that's it, no active. You know, lifestyle. Uh, My daughters. I've got two daughters and a son. My son now plays football with the Man V Fat team every Monday night on their practice night. He's only 13, but they've got kids of all ages and adults all playing together, and it's just like dads and the lads. And it's brilliant to see because you know it's it's a real family affair, which you wouldn't think if your partner signs up to it, you know. A team for losing weight for himself. You wouldn't think that it would have that effect, but it actually just because it's visible what he's achieving and how it's affecting his life, and that really does have like a knock-on effect in a positive way. So,
2: how how did the um, the food side of it change at home because uh, I was like takeaways three a week, four a week maybe and then having it for breakfast and things like that. So we're, we're, and now that I open the fridge and it's green and red and bright, all these different veggie colors and stuff, it's great. But to be fair, that's my wife that does that. So she does she like does all the prep for us during the week, gets all the food in and things like that. So that's just my experience. So not just because I'm asking you about it. <laughs> I don't mean it Me like don't don't mean to come across as being that you're doing the cooking or anything on those lines, but uh, just from my experience is that like say my wife kinda of does all that cooking and or not the cooking well, but she does all the ordering of it and everything. Um, but yeah, so has,
10: has that changed from your point of view? Yes, it has. I'm all right
4: oh.
5: Who's a who, who's who's over there Liz
10: This is my partner Scott <laughs> He's being all shy I
5: Do you want to say hi Scott We've heard God, good you things we, we've mic. heard good things
10: what
3: do you
5: want me to, say? to say what how much have you lost uh, Johnny Man vs Fat how long have you been Man, Man vs Fat and, and while Man vs how, how has Man vs Fat put a
3: smile back on your face Right okay so I've lost 3 stones since joining Man vs Fat 10 11 weeks ago This is my first season Um and it's it's basically the bond between the lads you know so I work for um, a drug and alcohol organization people struggling with alcohol and drug misuse um, and if you want to get recovery you, you, you surround yourself with people in recovery so it's the same applies But if you want to lose weight you surround yourself with people who are like-minded and want to lose weight and that's pretty much what I've done you know we've got a WhatsApp group and stuff and you know the bands are on that. absolutely fantastic and you know I've, I've, I've gained quite a few friends not just people that we know and You know, the coaches are brilliant, the facilities are brilliant and today's going really well as well. So we've won two out of two and we're going to the final. Well done. Yes, now.
2: So what made you decide, (laughs) well done, congratulations. What made you decide to sign up in the first place? Well,
3: I was was 27 stone and decided that I need to change my life. So I looked into things and it was actually my partner's cousin who said, you know, man versus fat. And I went down, had a little look, and fell in love with it immediately. Um, You know, and I've got a 100% record now, I'm not going to miss it miss miss a, a game miss a you know an event or anything like that and it's really working for me and it fits it fits nicely into my lifestyle so you know i'm going to continue to do that
2: yeah. i thought it was really nice how you mentioned that you obviously made some friends as well and things like that yeah, because definitely. um you, I, it's weird it's a weird concept really from a, a big guy that's done it and come in and, and you you join him with a group of football with a load of guys you've never met before never mind had a kick to ball with before and then at, at the end of the season you're going oh, these guys are actually all right it, oh, yeah,
10: what, what I've witnessed, when I, obviously I watch a bit of a cheerleader at the side, <laughs> but what I see is there's absolutely no stigma within Man V Fat. Anybody can walk onto that pitch and they're welcome. Anybody of any ability can play, and I love that. There's just no stigma there, which you would find if... You know, unfortunately, if you were to join other teams, you would you would be faced with a bit of stigma if you're an overweight person. You'd have that, you're not fit enough, you know, maybe you need to do a bit of training, etc. which it's not like that with Man V Fight. It's brilliant to see that the, that stigma's, like, been eradicated, hasn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. What I would like to say, if there's anyone struggling out there with, you know, substance misuse or alcohol issues, you know, hook into Red Rose Recovery um, and the Lancashire User Forum. We do a fantastic job. Um, and I'd like to get you guys along to one of our events to talk about mental health and you know man be fat and what what it, it you know what it, acts, it it's tackling and what it's promoting and stuff like that. So yeah, I'll be in touch with one of you guys. who just give me a card, so I'm gonna email everything through and hopefully we can build a relationship and, and promote yeah, it that way.
2: Give us the link uh, to the website or something, and we'll put it on there when we Brilliant, do this. Exactly. Yeah,
5: we'll get that on the Facebook page, on the uh, on the podcast page uh, to to make sure that link goes out as well. Um, just one more thing while we've got you. Um, completely gone out of my head now, what I was going to say. But um, in terms of joining Man versus Fat, I keep saying Man versus Fat, it's not if Man v Fat. I know I slapped slap myself on that one. Um, your lovely partner was saying that she's noticed a completely different person than yourself now. And I mean, everything you sh- uh, she said about you, she was smiling, she was beaming. And how do you feel on a personal level has it affected your family? your your drive to lose your weight, your drive
3: to better yourself and your goals? (laughs) You know it's not just about weight loss for me, Um, I've got a past you know I'm a recovering addict myself and I've been through a lot, I've been to prison um, and I've changed my life dramatically you know man v fat's just another pro-social positive thing that I'm doing with my life Um, so man v fat's a big part of my life but it's not the only part of my life um, so, I've got a lot of my family members back, back in my life and stuff and, I, you know, I could stand here for hours talking to you, but <laughs> I'll let you come to one of my events to hear me speak. And likewise, we'll try and get you on the podcast. Just quickly before you go, can you just describe to anybody who doesn't know what
5: Man V Fat is, to people who may have just clicked on it or some clickbait on, on any social media uh, and they think, oh, it's just football for fat men. Can you just tell what Man V
3: Fat is? Yeah. Well, it's not about the football for a start, it's about the weight loss. It's a brotherhood. Um, it's a friendship. It's building relationships. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I would suggest to anyone come down and give her a go. Um, you know, try something new. It's really good.
10: You will feel better in yourself, and it has such a knock-on effect to your family as well. Like everybody just is naturally happier. You know, everybody's more active. It's just your well-being, the whole well-being of like the family. Um, even the youngster here, she gets involved and she's only 10 and she's dying to do a kids V-fat, dying to do it, just because it's so fun and it's so attractive.
5: Now, you, your daughter did say before, um, and I think today's society, we've got to be kind of choosy about our, our, our words because she mentioned about fat shaming yeah. and fat shaming kids and that's going to really play on their minds and with their emotions and that's what you can't do. But do you think something should be done
10: yeah absolutely i mean we all know as a nation kids are getting fatter there's no denying it the whole nation's getting fatter um at a much higher rate than what it used to be because people are more lazy there's a lot more technology there for them to sit back and do rather than kids playing out in the street so i find that i mean yeah my daughter is a little bit overweight but i find that something like this like man v fat but the equivalent the same concept if you will but without labeling it as as kids be fat so somebody could come up with a you know an idea there throwing it out there same concept for children and that would it'd be like a virus it would spread across the country rapidly because the kids well being their the, the ability to concentrate at school the the behavior at home you know the the goals and the direction in life would be so much better the mental health of kids is now it's it's affecting them a lot younger they're a lot more aware from such a younger age of what mental health is and so they're they're being affected a lot more because of all these adverse experiences that they suffer Can I just step in there yeah. Just
9: Just in terms of being a primary school teacher absolutely what you said like if if their basic needs are not being met so if you're talking housing shelter food drink anything like you know how do you expect them to get this level on this test you know like the whole system isn't isn't working there so
10: it's not working unfortunately at the minute there's so many initiatives and you know real government drives to make make these things work for the kids but what's being done at the moment isn't working as well as what it could possibly work and i think the concept that man v fat have is is in like i just think it's incredible yeah. because it's yeah come and lose weight but that is not really what it's about it improves mental health it improves your well-being on every level gives you a social circle that you wouldn't normally have you just feel happier and the effect of that is it it goes out to anybody that's a part of your life, not just your family, you know?
5: I mean, it's again, you, you, as well, you, you want to kind of um, promote it, you want to try and um, give uh, a voice about it, like, you know, Michael uh, with his at uh, his stall now, we can, we've kind of taken over the, for the past 15 minutes, so we, we do apologise for this, uh, but you can see on the board behind us with all these pictures of his journey, his transition, and now he's come up with his own group to help people out there with issues and, you know, if that's what's the sub- subcategory of Man V Fat, then
2: th- there's no negative there. Um, I was just gonna ask, we've got a lovely little lady stood next to me. Um, obviously part of the, the family unit. Um, just gonna ask you really, what do you think's the best thing that's happened?
11: Well, my stepdad's been doing Man V Fat for like 13 or like three months basically. And altogether he's lost about three and a half stone. and as he's running around, not not just playing football, but doing other things, like, he's been building his stamina, so then it's better, and as it's getting better for him, he's, he's trying new things, it's helping him run a, run a lot more, and it's, like, helping him, because at first, his first day of doing it, he was like, I don't really know, like, I'm really struggling, yeah. but then, like, for, Past the few weeks, he's been like, "I think I'm getting a bit better at this. I think I'm building my stamina and getting better. And that's uh, how I think. Yeah, I think." Sorry, what was
2: that. your name? I missed that bit.
11: Millie. Well,
2: and that's as we were just saying there before. I think that's fantastic coming from you as well, and you can see those changes that are coming through. It's great. It's it's a it is a, and this is why we were up with it before, didn't we? We wanted to try and talk to a family unit, and this is perfect because it, it it's hit my family massively as well. So it's great. So thank you very much we eat for that. A lot
10: of salads now, don't we? A lot of salads. Our pl- our plates are like rainbows now, <laughs> rather than you know bland one colour. A lot of carbs we we do have we honestly i've discovered vegetables <laughs> and fruit that i never knew existed but it's amazing because the kids are trying it they're like oh what's that in the fridge i'm like just try it and they love it so it's opening the kids palate. you know their their palates are getting wider which is better so yes yeah, so we're not just carb filled family are we anymore <laughs> no
11: it's like i said to you that i don't really know that Like, I don't really like vegetables, but then again, you like give me some vegetables on the plate, and I was like, I really like this, like, I want some more. And then, like, as I ate it more and more, it just helped me, and it helps us get fitter and healthier, and not just eating like chocolate and stuff, and not just eating unhealthy things.
10: And you, you've lost weight
11: as well, haven't you? Doing the, the man-v-fat salad diet. <laughs> I've been doing it with my stepdad, who was talking before, yeah. and it's working pretty well. Excellent.
2: Well, I um I read up something the other day that it was you've got to have tried something at least ten times before your body starts to accept that it's normal. So when you start eating your salads and things like that, it take, you've got to have, sit down and go through the pain, so to speak, of eating it all yeah. at least ten times. Anybody gets used to it, and then your body starts to want it and things like that as well. So that's really good. She,
10: she's been learning to cook as well because obviously, when all these new veggies and stuff, I'll be saying, "Oh, Millie, coming out, chop this. Millie, do this." Blah blah. And I'm t- trying to teach her how to cook healthily, but we wouldn't usually be cooking healthy. I mean she can make your pasta, any pasta all day long, full of carbs, but she's she's getting there with like veg and fruit and just doing fruit cocktails or making a punch, things like that that's like dead healthy rather than a lot of unhealthy food and takeaways, we're not allowed takeaways anymore.
5: So can I come round to your house and you can make me a nice fruit cocktail?
11: I'll probably end up doing it pretty well. <laughs> well.
2: Now that is confidence.
5: <laughs> we
11: love
4: the confidence.
2: We do. Uh, that's, that's really about it. I just want to thank you very, very much both of you for coming in and having a good chat. It's really nice to see it from a, a different angle. I think um, I'd be interested to ask my kids what they'd thought about it because I don't think I've ever really sat and had that question. No, and, it, and, and that's but they're such a massive part and we're then becoming their role models and we're setting that this is, what, this is how we want to be. Um so that's what I'm gonna go home and ask my kids of what they thought actually. So no, thank you. Well, very thank much. thank you, Millie.
11: I'm only ten years old, so yeah.
5: And you can do a fruit co- a mean fruit cocktail.
11: Yeah.
5: I like it. Just thinking when you're gonna be twenty one you're gonna be like a com- a complete extreme chef, maybe.
11: <laughs> well, when I grow up I do want to be a teacher. Oh. Home economics
5: teacher. That might be a that might, might be a thing for you.
11: Maybe like a food deck teacher or something
5: that's it like it and thank you very much Liz
10: no, no, it's been great speaking to you thanks for having me No,
5: it's been an absolute pleasure and do you know what I'd love to get you back on the podcast again for the man v fat wags I really would get, yeah. get a couple of you on and just just I know, say I, how I, I feel
10: you. Um, I know one of them whose partner organized has been involved in this event today she's got a lot of experience with man v fat you know I'm relatively new but Hannah has got a lot of experience with beef out, so maybe have a chat with her as well.
5: Fantastic. Well, if you see us walking by, um, and Hannah's around, just tell her to you know make a beeline for us then. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers, Ross. Cheers. Thank you very much. And thank you very
2: much, Michael. Always a pleasure. Thanks, lads. Hello again. Um, We've just actually been approached by a a chap sat next to me at the moment. He just wanted to come on and just say hello,
7: Um,
2: which is Shadders. Just like you,
7: introduce yourself. Uh, hello, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm Shedders. So um, I've just joined the Durham League about 14 weeks ago. Um, love every bit of it, although I've had to leave. But that's just because of the evening change. I've, I'm, um, I can't do Wednesdays anymore, so I'm going to Newcastle on the Mondays. Um, but no, I've loved every minute. I've lost um, 10 kilo in the first season. Um, and I feel like I've put about two back on since the, begin- the end of the season. But, you know, it'll soon come back off again. But no I've loved it apart from the fact that I, I'm, I was a footballer, a good footballer outside but turns out I'm too old and fat uh, <laughs> to not get injured anymore so um, I went in goal and I uh, had to go to a different team like, but I really enjoyed it like. so I'm in goal in the competition now for one of, the, one of the teams, not my team but they didn't have a keeper and so far I've had my first ever clean sheet in Man versus Fat well today and well we won 12-0 so that 12? was good. Kind of... no. yeah,
5: Alright, you didn't have to brag. <laughs>
2: Please don't say it was against Manchester.
7: <laughs> no, I, I don't know who it was against actually, but I maybe just didn't want to mention them anyway in case I got <laughs> embarrassed. But I think they've just started the, the the process or the journey, they've just started it. And um I think they struggled, like, we've got some good players. All overweight, like there's no we've got no ringers with you know the, there's no maintainers and there's no there's all all of us are big lads and um was, a lot of them are handy, really good players and uh just Bad diet, something like that, like me. Yeah. So there you go.
2: So what, what? I've got to ask where the name Shedders came from.
7: Shedders. <laughs> it comes from I'm uh, I'm forty five, and I started falling in love with music when I was uh, got married about twenty, and it, that was the indie time. And so my favourite band was a band called Shed Seven. So I always used to have Shed Seven on my back, Shed number seven on my back, and the lads just called us Shedders after that. So okay. there you go. Nothing, nothing that interesting, but, you know.
2: but well, like Shed 7, we've got a few nods of appreciation around the table, haven't we? Yeah, who else has joined us with joined us? With us?
6: Uh, we've got Josh, Josh Deegan.
2: If oh. anybody can remember
6: Josh. Hello, yeah. But you're so excited to be you, aren't you? Um, no, because you're one of my favourite. Honestly,
5: right, Josh, I'm not I'm not being funny, but you are one of my most favourite people who has ever graced the Man versus Fat um, universe, really. And I thought it was a universe because it is growing. Because every time I see you, your smile on your face gets bigger and bigger. And every time I see you, I just remember that story of the t- that, that um, you told us about the, uh, the Towers. And every time I see you, you look, you look better. You like to look better than you did when we podcast a few weeks ago. Um, you smile on your face, You know you, your career's getting better. And I think that's to do with Man be Fat. Yeah, I'll
6: play it down with that. Definitely. 100% definitely. definitely it's, it's like... If, if I hadn't found this place, if I had done what I did with them, there is no way on planet Earth I'd be walking around with a smile on my face. No way. I'd still be miserable and fat and just like feeling sorry for myself. So, this, like this, this Mavi Fat has completely changed my life. And, you know, like you say, I want to help others change theirs now. So, well,
5: you've got a man to your left, do you? Who, uh, you know, you well, can be an inspiration to. But also, you're not just here as a spectator today, are you? You're here. Um, doing a talk, am I Am I correct in, in, in
6: stating that? Yeah, I've done it, I read it, uh, it was upstairs, uh, a part of the amazing losing forum was me, there was Ben Gallen, uh, Richard Allen and another guy whose name I can't remember, which is really bad, uh, but there's four of them anyway, and we were upstairs, we had a little, uh, little sort of QA, just sort of went through um, our journeys, if you like, I hate that word, I, you know I hate that word, but um, we th- well, journey, I, well, I, well we? I think I
5: think said process. Yeah. Wow, so wow. we've not heard process before,
6: so I like that. Yeah, either word process. Well, uh, well I'll, I'll, I'll steal that word off you. I think process instead. Yeah, probably
7: because I like processed food. <laughs> 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 well, it comes natural.
5: So, so, so Shedders, is that is okay? So, is, is processed food where you went wrong in terms of becoming fat?
7: Um, a job change as well. I was a, a porter for a long time but uh, my knees were bad from football. I was getting injured and then walking for five hours a day. So my knees were ne- just never recovering. Um, so I had to go on a van, become a van driver and I was just bored stiff, ate rubbish all day long, didn't get the exercise and I, I just went up to a really huge weight. And, uh, and then eventually I had to pack in because my back was that bad and um, became self-employed. And lost a bit, but kind of, I'd already started that track of just eating rubbish. Drinking too much, definitely, um, and then you just get depressed. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's definitely get. I mean, I get loads of support off my wife, who's amazing. But like, but she's one of these lasses that she's the same age she was when you know I married her. Yeah. I'm like double. <laughs> I'm double the man <laughs> she married her. She married. So um. Yeah, it's 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 been very tough, but um, and I've done since 2001. I have joined Slimming World, and it's had its good times for us. It's had its bad times. And I've, I've, there's been times when I've lost. There's been times when it's just been me got it all, and, and but this is totally different. I'm, i because I'm grew up playing football non-stop. You know, I have a very um, strong team mentality, and wanting to lose weight for the team is a great thing. Like honestly, it really is. It's just you find that as well. it's just
6: yeah, definitely. Like the t- I think the team aspect was something that that really helped me definitely. Um, it's one of them, it's like, you don't, you don't want to be the person who lets the team down that week, it. Right. So, knowing week or week, if I'd turn up and I'd lost weight, I'd done my part. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, isn't innit? Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And
7: if you can get in a team, I'm not trying to have a go at anybody, but if you can get in a team that have the same mentality as you, for example, my team this year, there was four lads in the top ten that had lost weight. So, we nearly won the weight loss league. Um, we just lost out on it. But, like, I've heard of teams where they're just there to... Play football against lads who are fat and um, they end up not lasting anyway and they don't uh, clearly don't enjoy the game or the, 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 the man being fat as much as we do but like for me it's a lifesaver I was, um, I was uh, borderline what's the word uh, diabetic
2: Yeah.
7: borderline diabetic and uh, went back to the doctors the other day and she couldn't believe it she says when I told you you were borderline diabetic uh, normally people just then go into full, full diabetic life They just—they usually just, well, they give up. She says, "For you to come back and lose—I mean, it was nearly 20 pound, isn't it? 10 kilos, over 20 pound, maybe." Two pounds pound in a kilo. She says to lose that in 14 weeks. She says, "I don't know what you've done." And I just told her, and she says, "I'm telling every bloke I know about Man very Fat that didn't even know about it, which I'm very surprised, considering it's NHS sponsored, or at least ours was. You know, the Durham still is." and I've told us, okay, you need to tell these lads as many as possible. It's, it's a brilliant thing, and the lads like me will. It, it's changed our lives totally, and it will continue to as well. I still a long way to go. I'm still a big fat lad, but um, I'm. It's. I know it's. It's the only way that's going to work for me, and, and look forward to just moving ahead.
2: Uh, you were saying before about doing the driving and stuff. Um, I do quite a lot of miles as well, and it's petrol stations. they they're, they're. They're like hell so i quite i always go on my way and find the tescos where it's you can just pay at the pump so i don't actually have to go into the petrol station um just because i know if i walk in i'm picking up a chocolate bar or i'm doing something like that and I, I hate hate the places absolutely hate them so are you what kind of things are you eating now instead of because i'm presuming anyway that's me making a presumption that you were kind of doing that snacking thing or you got in the passenger seat next to you a few different bits and bobs and stuff like that or are you changed now to something different
7: or? yeah well like, like i say i've done slimming world on and off for 2000 since 2001 um, I know how to eat right. It's just having the motivation. Yeah. And sitting in a room with lasses saying, I don't know how I've put weight on this month. <laughs> and all, and think it's that big size of fat-ass cake you've just had, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so like, and they're lying here, you, and, and, and you're getting uh, there's just no encouragement there at all. You put on weight, you still get clapped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you put on weight with these lads, they're like, how are you, man? Shut yeah. up. Stop. And keep away from Greg's, you fat mm-hmm. git. <laughs> and, uh, and that's the kind of the rationale we've got in this team and and, well for my team unfortunately Um, but yeah so I know how to eat well it's just the motivation to do it and this has given us the motivation to do it
2: so you've now moved teams have you started playing with
7: that team yet or no I've just finished on Wednesday um, and thought it was going to happen that all to do with my wife and uh, possible redundancies so to keep my job she's kind of had to stay on and do something else on evenings and I've got dogs I've got chickens and I'm out all day, and she's out all day, it's not fair on them, you know? So, um, but I, I don't know about you, was like, but um, I'm finding these pitches a lot smaller.
2: These did look smaller as was walking around on here, right. um, compared to what we normally use in. Um, right. I thought they looked, I'm, well, I'm, I'm not playing today, unfortunately, um, but I did think they looked a lot smaller on the pitches. Didn't seem to have any time on the ball, to be fair.
7: No, but it actually, once we got the heat rounded, it, it suits us, because we've got a lot of quick, fit, uh, quick feet, feet, feet Um but I think it's, our pitches in Durham are too big and I think the Newcastle ones are smaller, so I'm looking forward to that because when you're in goal, you can be bored for a long time, you know? But when it's a smaller pitch, you've got more chance of getting shots on, so I'm looking forward to it, Lee.
2: Like. Well, I've, um, we've recently just had a, a big shake-up at the Manchester League, so we've, um, to be fair, we, the team we're in last season, um just a good team of footballers, so we won it, we didn't win it on weight loss, oh, we B-City, won it, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. I was his as well, by the way. Oh, is it?
3: I
7: didn't pick the name. Really. <laughs>
2: So we've had a big reshuffle. So where I'm now in 20, uh, FC Twenty Nuggets, <laughs> which I thought was quite a good name so far. Um, so I've I've been dumped in as the captain of our team. So I'm trying to do a bit of my pay it forward and bring what I had within Ob City of that mentality of of the right. Well, we will do well at the weight loss. We will do. We don't have confessional Mondays, do we, Ron? You not even listened to me. Anything, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, trying to bring that into that. So I've got a new challenge, which is probably the same as you is about. Trying to bring that across into a new team then right. um, which is like it's that pay it forward type piece sorry we just kept getting interrupted by people saying hello to everyone <laughs> and rom was just drifting
3: away uh,
5: so are you, are you having to go
7: i might have to wrap this up the star keeper has been called <laughs> so um and I plus i got to warm my knees up and am flipping knees i'll have to get some deep heat on my knees so uh no but no I'm, i just I want to say keep up the good work it's 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 really really good the only thing i could Possibly recommend is um sometimes can't hear you. <laughs> Especially, yeah, so yeah, yeah Stu. He's very quiet-voiced.
5: He is quite. I think one of the last ones was uh, I think I need to increase the volume. Because really?
7: um, we can turn you down. <laughs> you can't. We can. You know what I mean? If we do it louder, yeah. we can turn you down.
5: Yes, yeah, so I do try and uh, most of the time I do try and put it um, quite loud. But I think this when I did the uh, Stew's Nas one, uh, when we did Nas Max? I think it was quite quiet. But Stew. I think Stu and microphones don't work. Oh. I mean, they connect to him and fit. But when Stu talks, he just talks. He, doesn't, he never looks at the person. Like Ross, he's looking at me, and you're looking at me, and Josh is looking at me. Stuart just looks around the place, and because he's got a lapel mic on, it doesn't work. So I'll have to invest in one of these mics, and he can hold it. It's quite a decent mic, to be fair. Yeah, well,
7: honestly, because I have quite a loud, loud job in working with the machine, and most podcasts, I, I love Joe Rogan's podcast, by the way, not would be listening to this, like I doubt. It. But um, the most of them are quite loud. But I just always struggle with yours. So there you go.
4: Yeah, well,
5: thank you very much for your input, and um, good luck for the rest of the uh, rest of the tournament. We're you'll reach the finals.
7: We'll see. We'll see. And good luck in the new league. Yes. Thanks very much, mate. Yes. Thank you. Cheers, mate. And uh, yeah. are you, are you still? All t- yes, yes. I am. Yes. Um. I'm,
2: it's
7: not great, like.
2: Well, I I had about two or three seasons off. Um came back again into joined OB last season about quarter of the way into it, so did alright with that. Lost about half a stone in that season and I've still got I want another stone off and then I'd be happy. Um yeah. well not a stone, probably another about half a stone somewhere around there, and I'd be, I'd be happy where I am. I'm
7: sure you'll sure you do it. <laughs>
5: right,
7: that is inspirational. Good, Good luck.
5: luck. Thanks very much. Thank you, thank Peace you. In. So moving on, we're gonna just catch up with um. With Josh now, obviously I didn't realise, but we I did we did miss the
2: we were doing the rounds. Yeah. We did and miss his like, talk. When, when we first sat down here, I had a quick look, and it was at one o'clock it finished, didn't it? Yeah, we were here about half. We've got here about half one, so um, that's what you get for walking around the pitch, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, job to do. But Josh, for anyone who didn't hear
5: or attend, because obviously there's tournament yeah. going on, but people still want to listen. Yeah. What was what was what what was said around around that Q and A? Or was the uh, one question that was asked more than? More than others.
6: Uh, I think one question that sort of got like a big response was about like what is a healthy diet, what is like a healthy weight loss. And um, Ben sort of went into it and said like, well, you know, we I count calories, and um, you know, industry experts say one to two pound a week is is, is what's deemed healthy, and how you do that is is up to you. Um, but I just sort of said like, said, you know, I didn't so much wing it, but as I kept track of, I didn't really keep track of calories, I didn't keep track of anything like that, I just made sure that I wrote down what I was eating in every book every week, and if I had a good week, I could highlight where I went well, if I had a bad week, I could highlight where I went bad and try to correct it the next week, and I think that really resonated with a few of the people in the room there, because um, obviously they all, get the, they all get the league books at the start of the league season, they all get um, the food that was in there, so they all knew that if you could go in and fill them in properly then... Uh, that's something that I, if I could give that to them to take away from that, then that, I, I'd have been happy with that.
5: Excellent, excellent. Um, and so the atmosphere in that in that room there was it, you know, I can imagine, that you can imagine it being kind of eager to kind of listen to you. You know, you're the four all stars of the weight loss up and down the country. Was it a pleasure to to kind of um, say how you did it and how much how much response was was people kind of. Not as so much eating up what you were saying, but what, what I'm trying to what i to what i to get at is: was it easy just to be yourself and everyone just to kind of listen? Was there any subject that was too hard for you?
6: No, no, I think um, I think doing this podcast actually prepared me for something like that because because like in the podcast nothing's off limits, and like you said before when we were talking before we start recording. He said like, you know, when you, when you get guests home, you don't want them, you want them to open up, you don't want anything to be off limits. So I was prepared to go in there and to be asked like stuff that was, wasn't off li- on limits or, or anything like that. So it was, you know, doing stuff like this podcast, doing stuff like writing me a blog and writing me amazing loser story. I was, I was more than prepared for it. I was prepared for any question that came my way and it was, it was fine. Like there was nothing, that was nothing that was too sort of like intrusive or anything. Um, in terms of questions, I think we we'll only asked like three or four questions in the end, just for time limits. But it was it was fine. Like we all just sort of said said it how it was, sort of thing. Anything from you,
2: Ross? I, I just did what you did and zoned out for a little minute. Uh, apologies.
5: <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, we actually are in a room where there's a lot going on right now. You see, so we are getting quite. You know, our eyes are catching. Um, left, right, centre. Players going out, players coming in. You know, player, coaches coming out. The smell of food, which. Probably gonna have some soon yeah um, Hope so. so was there any uh josh what going back to you was there any kind of um question or anything like that that really shocked
6: um not really i'd say we only got asked like three or four just just because of time um but i've got a difficult one for you go on have you been back to that ride at alton towers no, but I have been, <laughs> I've been to other theme parks and I've been, I went parasailing on of the last week and that was just insane, that was like, just, I, I said in the, I said full enough in the, um, in the talk there, I said like, they had a picture of me at like the heaviest behind me and I said if i had turned up to go parasailing looking like that, they'd have turned me away and been like, no chance, go away, but for me to turn up as I am now I and to be like, I want to go parasailing, I want to go flying in the air for 20 minutes, it was just... Like as I say, like without this, I'd have never had that, and that's that's what I take away from it, and it's what I want others to sort of take away from that. Like you know, if you do do this properly, and you stick to it, and you you get as you, you know you put as much into it as you can, and you get you take away as much of it as you can, you you will get the rewards, and that's what I wanted to get across. Certainly in that talk, definitely. Well,
5: that's it, isn't it? It's kind of fat feats, isn't it? You've you've overcome your fat, you've overcome that, and. In, in turn, what you've done is you overcome that almost rejection of going up there, saying I want to I do that. It's like you don't know who I am asking this question. This is big for me. It's just a Tuesday for you, mate, who's making a bit of exactly, money. Yeah. So, you know, that, that's, that's kind of it. Not just, not just, it isn't just for fat loss. It isn't just for weight loss. But it opens a door to a brand new, a new life. life.
6: Yeah, it's what it is. Like, I, I, I can't say it enough. Doing this with Man V Fat has given me a new lease of life. and. Mm. It's just, it blows my mind every single day every single day it blows my mind it really does because
2: when it comes down to it being fat is debilitating now I don't mean debilitating and the, the fact that you can't move as much it's everything it's, yeah, it's it stops you buying clothes it stops you going out to the pub or it stops you going on rides and things like that it, it is so much more to it that that, that is that is a, a killer to be fair excellent and I think on that note I'm hungry Starving. I mean, I'm st- I just, Let's go and eat something. I had a stick of celery while I was doing your brewing there, actually, to be fair. so. Oh, oh, you did? Well, I, if, I'm, if I'm being brew boy and I'm doing a runner for you, I may as well go have something to eat while I'm there. Okay.
5: <laughs> so, we've come to the end of episode 28 of the Man V Fat podcast, part two of the festival podcast. What a day. What a podcast. Again, thank you to all who came to talk to us Liz, Michael, Shedders, Josh the Latin PK Blinders, and Salford League. And not forgetting, of course, a massive thank you to Mark Lawrenson, who came to support us and stayed not only just to sit down and have a chat with us, but to comment live on the final. Before we sign off, a huge congratulations to the winners, Stoke Goblins from Preston, who came back from 2-0 down to overturn Giacomo United from Solihull, with the final score being 3 goals to 2. Maybe it was Laura's good luck charm, as he is a Preston fan. But thank you to all who organised this prestigious event, Manchester City for allowing us to use their top-of-the-range facilities, and more importantly, all the players who came to play in the biggest tournament ever held today in Man V Fat. Thank you from Stu, Ross, and myself. It's been an absolute pleasure to be a part of today. But don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the Man V Fat podcast. Thanks for listening, guys.